At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And for the next hour, we will be talking NFL, we'll be talking NBA, and we'll squeeze in a little bit of puck. Got to play in the NHL tonight as well. Like we typically do on Wednesdays, we kick things off with some midweek movements. So we'll talk about some of the biggest line moves for the spread and the total for the upcoming NFL slate or NFL Week 11. After that, we're going to be joined by Will Hill, decent contributor and host of the New York City CityCast. And look, he'll be talking New York action tonight in basketball. We've got the Jets and the Giants with a couple of games to look forward to in the NFL. And I know he's got some other plays for the NFL slate, so if we have some time, we'll sneak that in with Will. Half an hour from now, Nick Whalen was a frequent flyer talking NBA last season and even before that. But look, we haven't had Nick on yet, so I'm excited to talk about this NBA season with him. A huge slate to dissect for tonight and a big game for us Bulls fans here in the Chicagoland area. So I'm excited to get Nick's thoughts on that game. I'll share my thoughts on it at the end of the show. Plus, we'll talk about some NFL futures. We've been updating some of these season win totals for these teams. One that I have a lean on and one that I am pulling the trigger on as an official play for the NFL futures. And we'll kind of update some others such as NFL Coach of the Year. So a lot to kind of unwrap for the next hour. So let's get into it like we typically kick things off with those midweek movements. Which games for the upcoming NFL slate have seen the biggest movements, whether it's the spread or the total? 
Well, we'll begin with tomorrow's affair for Thursday night football with the Patriots and the Falcons. Now, this game has been pretty fascinating in the sense that you've seen everybody want to lay the points with the Patriots, right? You saw the dominating performance they had this past week versus the Browns. You look at Atlanta and you go, ah, can I trust Atlanta? You never really have been able to. You know they have the talent there, but they've just never been able to fully put it together on the field. And if you go to VEASAN.com, they have a great uh, tab where you can look at the betting splits, where it's handle and percentage of bets and all that good stuff for every sport. And looking at it for the Patriots and Falcons, the huge majority is on New England, right? So you would think that would make the line move in their favor. No, no, no. It's been going back down in favor of Atlanta. From seven, what we saw with New England now down to six and a half. Now, the immediate movement way early was like New England minus four, okay? And that was the way early lines. Then it went up to seven, but now you're seeing that buyback come in on Atlanta. This total's at about 47 and a half. That's seen some movement from the opener of 46, so the over's gotten a little bit of love. And if you're looking to back Atlanta, I guess the one thing you want to keep, I mean, there's many things you want to keep your eye on, but one big thing you want to keep your eye on is the status of Cordero Patterson, right? I mean, he is a big tool in this offense, and last week he was limited for the most part, and he was banged up, and I know he's going to be a game-time decision, but he has been practicing all week. So my assumption is that he is going to be playing, but if there's a coach who can limit Patterson, especially with the familiarity factor, it's going to be Bill Belichick. So uh, still, laying that many points, on a short week on the road, like we always talk about, is a tough task. And I do think Atlanta has enough weapons offensively to at least keep it close to a touchdown. Defensively, Mac Jones is probably going to have another solid performance. Or you're going to get Harris on the ground being able to take advantage of this defense that has not been good against the run, not been good against the pass, they haven't been good in any respect. But again, you have seen that movement go toward Atlanta after the initial went to New England. Now a little bit of buyback on the Falcons. So keep an eye out if it gets back to seven, which... Who knows if it will, but we still got a day to kind of process it. Taking the points could be the move with ATL. But now let's move on to Sunday. The Bears coming off their bye week, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. And look, Harbaugh and the squad are going to be ticked off coming into this game. They played on Thursday, remember. So as cool as it is, if you want to use that as a reason to back the Bears, more time to prepare. First of all, teams off a bye this year in the NFL have been atrocious. It's really weird. And the Ravens virtually have a bye week themselves in the sense of that they played on Thursday. More time to prepare for this game. Lamar Jackson did leave practice with an illness today, so something to monitor. And this line opened six in favor of Baltimore, but then you saw that sudden movement after that news came about because now it's Baltimore minus five. And again, we talk about percentage of bets and handle and you know all of that is in favor of Baltimore for this game, naturally. The public's going to love them. Nobody trusts the Bears. Why should you? I get it. But it's come down now to five. So maybe some of that sharper money respecting the Bears in this spot. We talked about it with Adam Burke at the beginning of this week. He liked taking the six points with Chicago. And again, it went from six now to five. This total has also seen significant movement. 45, or at least maybe not significant. You're moving a half point. But from early on in the week and with a team involving the Bears... Seldom are you getting the total going to the over, but 45 up to 45 and a half, and it's still shaded to the over at 45 and a half at Bet Rivers, minus 113. Again, I think it's over 70% of the handle is on the over, but the larger amount of bets, the frequency is going with the under because you think of this Bears team with an inept offense, and I get it, but the last two weeks, you know, they looked okay against 49ers. Second half against the Steelers looked decent. Both went over those last two games. 
and the Ravens are going to play even keel probably to whatever their opponent does because that's just what they do. So I actually do like the idea of betting this one over. I'm not fully there trusting the Bears and take the points because I know how they're going to break my heart being a Bears fan. That's what they typically do. But I do think points could be coming in enough to get it over that total of 45.5. So something to keep your eye on is that total and how high that moves. And if the line keeps altering depending on the status of Lamar Jackson and some of these Bears defensive guys who haven't been practicing. Allen Robinson also on the offensive side wasn't practicing. So keep an eye on that as well. Let's talk Carolina and Washington next. Cam Newton presumably going to be the starter in this game. You know, getting the job done last week against Arizona. But will he be able to figure it out for a full game now against Washington? The betting market seems to think so. This one opened Carolina minus two. Now the Panthers up to three and a half point favorites against the Washington football team who themselves are coming off an impressive win against Tampa Bay. But the betters are looking like they trust Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey and company a little bit more so. Carolina from a two-point favorite up to three and a half. Total hasn't wavered, 43 at the opener, currently 43. It is shaded a little bit to the over, minus 113, unders minus 108. I get looking the way to Carolina. I do. I just couldn't lay it over the key number of three. So this is going to be a complete pass to me. If anything, I actually would look to taking the points with Washington just because, okay, Cam had two cool plays last week, but are we ready to fully bet on him in this spot because of that? Let's remember that a lot of people didn't even think he was a good quarterback, and I'm not saying he can't be again, but let's just slow the reins on Cam Newton a little bit, and especially if we're laying over three. No, thank you. I'll probably stick away from this one, but I do get the movement toward Carolina originally, but not as much anymore over the key number of three. Okay, let's talk about a game now that we did discuss yesterday with Ryan Rothstein. That is the Saints taking on his Philadelphia Eagles. And Philly has yet to win a home game, but maybe this is their opportunity. This game opened pick em. Then the love went for Philly immediately up to about one and a half. And we also discussed this as a good teaser spot for New Orleans potentially. Alvin Kamara back at practice. That didn't do anything different with this line after the original movement to Philly from a pick em to minus one and a half. The Eagles also minus 124 on the money line. New Orleans plus 110. This total has been pretty stagnant at 43 and a half. It is shaded to the over minus 115. The unders minus 106. Only way I would be betting this game is teasing up New Orleans from plus one and a half to plus seven and a half. But the immediate movement did go toward the Eagles in this spot. Maybe a good opportunity, like we said, for them to finally get their first home win. And when they win, they win by large margins. So uh, we'll see if they could pull it together against Sean Payton and the Saints on Sunday. Let's take it out to Sin City next. The Raiders coming off a bad loss, two bad losses to the Giants, then to the Chiefs. And it doesn't get any easier. The Bengals coming off their bye week looking for a win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Getting the attention of betters in this game. Pick'em was the opener. Then the Bengals received some immediate love. They went up to about minus one and a half. But now you're seeing it at about minus one in favor of Cincinnati. They're minus 114 on the money line. Raiders even money. This total went from 48 and a half up to 49 and a half. And it's still shaded to the over, minus 112. The under 49 and a half, you're laying minus 109. I'm not in love with the idea as much as picking a side in this spot. I would lean towards Cincinnati, but I just, it, I, Cincinnati's a tough team to me to gauge right now. And I know you could completely say that for Las Vegas, absolutely. But they were caught in tough spots because of all the distractions and then just the Chiefs being the Chiefs. But I do like the over in this spot. I, I probably believe would bet that if anything, it would 
agree with that movement more so than the spread. I get why the spread went towards Cincinnati. Now it's kind of coming back down a little bit. But the total getting some love to the over would probably be my top play in that game if I were to get involved with it. Let's move on now to a game that we saw a lot of movement in both the spread and the total. That's going to be the Steelers and the Chargers. Big Ben not going to be in this game. Mason Rudolph taking control once again. Minka Fitzpatrick going to be out. TJ Watt is questionable. Bosa had COVID. This game is a mess right now, but the Chargers are getting the love on the spread. They open three. Then after all this craziness, they're up to minus six at Bet Rivers, and the total took a dive from 48 and a half down to 46 and a half. This may be a game I get involved with the total going under because you think about it, the Steelers team revolves really around Najee Harris even when Big Ben is the quarterback because he's a statue back there. He's not the most consistent thrower at this point in his career. And you're going up against the Chargers run defense at DVOA-wise is dead last pretty much at this point. And the Chargers should have the advantage in this game. Absolutely. I think they're going to win. And, you know, at six, I'd probably just tease down the Chargers, frankly. But I think the total and looking under could be a decent spot there. Don't let it get too crazy. There are some 47s out there. But that's movement you've seen for Steelers and Chargers. And then finally, Giants and Bucks on Monday night. This one open 12 and a half. has come down to 11. People are back in the Giants here in this spot. Total is dipped from 51 down to 49 and a half, but taking a lot of points with the G-Men. As bad as they are, as much as you assume Tampa Bay is going to bounce back, it seemed to be the sharp side. Coming up next, we are going to get some more NFL thoughts. Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast, will not only talk NFL, but NBA action tonight too. Stick around, we'll get you that next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, this is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. You've got the Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and of course, the New York City casts all available wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe, check it out. Five episodes a week, great local sports betting content. And joining us now here on Rush Hour, who is the host of the New York City cast, none other than Will Hill, folks, at not the Will Hill, is where you can follow him on Twitter. Not only does he host the New York City cast, contributes a lot with us here at VSIN, VSIN.com, slash subscribe to get all of his tidbits, articles, takes, all that good stuff. And, Will, we want some of those takes tonight, baby. I mean, we got some NBA action with those New York teams to look forward to. We'll hold off on that momentarily because I do want to talk about some of the football games that you're keying in on this weekend. And we got to start with the Jets and the Dolphins. This game's just hysterical in the sense that Joe Flacco looking like he's going to get some action. And this line is three and a half in favor of Miami. I get they beat Baltimore. I kind of thought originally this could be a decent spot for the Jets, but I I don't want to trust Joe Flacco, Will. Uh, File this under categories I want no – file this under the category of games I want no part of. Uh, This game I just – I wouldn't touch – I don't even want to watch it. I don't want to bet it. This game is just brutal. <laughs> you know what it is? I think with White, they're afraid that he'll play well and they'll have to keep him in there because if they were to play yep. him this week and he would play well, that's two out of three good performances. Uh, you know, threw for 400 yards against the Bengals, played well for a quarter or so against the Colts, played bad against the Bills, but okay. I mean, that's the number one defense they fell behind. If they were to play well, if he were to play well this week against the Dolphins, you kind of have to put him back out there. And that's not what they want to do. They want to play Wilson. Wilson's their golden boy, their second pick in the draft. Who, Look, White's 400 yards against the Bengals. That's way better than anything uh, Wilson's done and more opportunity. So very strange that they're going to Flacco. Uh, very strange. I, I think it tries to give them you know, a soft landing to playing Wilson again in, in the coming week or so. You got to think that's a strategy, right? I mean, otherwise it really makes no sense why the transition of Flacco right now. That's got to be their thought process going into this. They know their season is in shambles. And look, you're building for the future and you don't want to kill the kid's confidence in Zach Wilson and you trust building around him more so than White. So that's got to be the only thing that makes sense. But you're right, Will. I mean, this is we're filing that under uh, not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Going to try not to watch it. Hopefully it doesn't pop up on Red Zone on TV on Sunday. But uh, maybe you'll have a little bit more interest Monday night because the Giants seem to be getting some attention in the betting market. We were just talking about it before we brought you on here. Tampa Bay looking for a win, needing one, and they'll probably get it. But will they cover 11? It's a big number, primetime spot where – Dogs have been doing pretty well covering the number. This total's at 49.5. It seems like the under's been getting some love. 51 now down to 49.5. 
Are you on the side of taking the points with the Giants here? Because a lot of people seem I, – I haven't seen anybody say they're taking Tampa Bay. It's only been the Giants. Yeah, and that makes me nervous. You know, you always got to be wary of the public dog. But I would actually lean towards the Giants here. Seems like they're actually going to get Saquon Barkley back. Remember him? He's a football player. He's a running back. He went to Penn State. He doesn't really play very often, but he's good when he plays, which, uh, like I said, not too often in his young career, unfortunately. But the Giants, they got a good rest advantage here. They haven't played since November 7th. Tampa's beat up in the secondary. You know, this is a lot of points here, 11, similar to the spot a couple weeks ago against Kansas City where, look, the Giants aren't terrible. They hung in there. You know, they played well against the Chiefs. They, they really left. A lot of meat on the bone in some of these games. They could have beaten the Chiefs. They could have beaten Washington. They were up a touchdown on the Falcons with like six minutes to go, and they dropped an interception in the end zone. This is not a good team by any stretch, but I think they're a little better than their record would indicate. So I would painfully, begrudgingly probably grab the points here if I had to bet this game. Yeah, I, I think that's the only way you can go. I mean, sure, Tampa Bay could go out there and stomp them down, but we got to be proven that they can do that. past couple of games has not been the case. Uh, Will, we'll move on to New York basketball in a second. I wanted to talk about a couple more NFL games that I know are pertaining your interest here, and that's the Texans and the Titans. This spread at about 10. I know you were finding that 10.5 earlier. Why do you like taking the points with Houston here? I'm kind of getting talked into it a little bit, but I want to hear your perspective as well. Yeah, I just think Tennessee's a little overvalued now. I think the narrative around him is, uh, them is you know they keep winning, they keep finding ways, which is true, and it's all that matters that they're winning. But this is really like a two-man show on offense right now. Obviously, no Derrick Henry, no Julio Jones. It's A.J. Brown and it's Tannehill. Tannehill's you know, a productive player, but he's not the kind of guy that can carry your offense. He needs to play action. And you know they've won the two games without Henry, but their yards per play have been really uh, concerning. Four and a half yards per play last week in the win against the Saints. Got a terrible roughing the passer call in their favor against the Saints. Led to a touchdown, wiped away an interception. The week before that, they, they beat the Rams. They beat them soundly. I think they were a little over three yards per play, which, man, you don't win too many games in the NFL with three yards per play. So uh, I like the Texans here. Division game, you're getting over the 10. That's a key number. You probably find a 10.5 out there. It's not pretty with the Texans. They are as bad as anyone in the league, I will admit that. But with Taylor back off of a bye, uh, I just think this is a spot where you know you could win an ugly game, 24-17, 27-21. I just think it's a lot of points for a, a Titans offense that, Hasn't been very productive without Henry. I'm with you, Will. Let's talk about this uh, Lions and Browns game next. Look, I'm sure a lot of people are seeing this, and they classify this as your perfect recency bias in the sense that Detroit looked good against the Steelers. They tied, but it's better than what Detroit's done in the past. The Browns just got stomped down by the Patriots. Why are there so many points here? But at the same time, I mean, Detroit has just been exhausted by the way they lose or just don't win these games in a sense because they tied. This line's up to 11.5. It was 9.5 earlier, but Cleveland getting a lot of love here. At 11.5, do you still look to lay it with Cleveland? I bet it at 10. Uh, to be honest, it's getting away from you a little bit at 11.5, but I, I still could only look to Cleveland here. I just think if you look at Detroit last week, kind of their Super Bowl, I mean, that, that was they went all in to win that game overtime. You know, they had a million chances. They had a field goal to win it. Pittsburgh was just dying to give the game away. Uh, Detroit had every opportunity to come away with the win there. And, you know, we've kind of seen this with Detroit. Well, they'll get put everything into a game. They'll come up short, and then the next week they'll get blown out. They've kind of alternated between being competitive and just being, you know, really blown out of these games. You know, they were in the game against the Rams. They got blown out the next week. Uh, same thing with, with Cincy. You know, they, they've, they've kind of been every other week here. I just have a hard time seeing them match that effort from last week. And 
Now, this is a total get-right spot for the Browns, who were bad last week. I, I just think Cleveland can uh, assert their dominance up front, really dominate with the offensive line, get the running game going. They'll have some of the backs back, and I, I think the defense will be able to pressure Goff. Goff and shaky weather, we know how that goes. So uh, it's heavy, it's expensive, but I, I would still look to lay it here with the Browns. All right, Will, let's move over to the hardwood for tonight's New York basketball action. Let's talk Knicks and Magic. Speaking of high spreads, New York laying 12 at home against Orlando. This total, a shorter one at 208. Any angle you like in this game at MSG? Would lean towards the dog. The Knicks haven't been great. You know, I, I've been saying this on the CityCast. For all the goodwill, for all the optimism around the Knicks, the fans love it, the, the garden's rocking. They might be a playing team, and they might not be a playing team. They might not even get in the main draw, and it's not because they're so much worse. It's just I think the market's a little high on them. The East is a lot better. Some of these teams, you know, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Wizards, uh, never mind the elite teams like the Bucks, the Nets, the Heat, the Sixers. The Knicks are kind of down in the pecking order a little bit. I think this number's expensive. Uh, the, the starters haven't been great. The bench has really carried the Knicks here. Not a typical Thibodeau team. I mean, you guys know him from Chicago. You think of Thibodeau, you think of defense, rebounding, toughness. They're really a middle-of-the-pack rebounding team, middle-of-the-pack. I think they're 17th in defense. So not a great Knicks team. Not dying to bet the Magic here either, but I, I would certainly lean towards Orlando plus the 12. All right, I think we got a little bit more interesting game. we got about a minute left here, Will, but this Cavs game against the Nets. Look, Brooklyn lost embarrassingly primetime, right? I mean, at a game everyone was watching against the Warriors last night. Back-to-back, -back, take that into account as much as you want. Cleveland hasn't been too shabby. They are a little bit banged up. Mobley's going to be out, as we know, and Markinen's still absent. But is 9.5 a, a little bit too high, or does Brooklyn come back, make a statement, and dominate tonight? I like Brooklyn here. Bounce back spot, like you said. And Cleveland, they've been a good story. They played well. They're just nowhere near healthy. Mobley, the tremendous rookie, he's out for a month, which is too bad because he's been awesome. He, he's got an elbow strain, so he's out like a month. Uh, they are getting Kevin Love back, but he's on a minute restriction. Lori Markman out, Colin Sexton out, Jared Allen out. Uh, just not a, a whole Cavs team right now walking in to face an angry Brooklyn team. I mean, you got people on TV saying that Durant should be request to be traded, which, I mean, some of this stuff mm -hmm. you listen to is just pretty funny. But uh, I think it's a Nets team on a little bit of a mission tonight. You get them in a bad mood. So I laid the nine and a half here with the Nets. I think they win this one going away. All right, Will Hill, ladies and gentlemen, at not the Will Hill on Twitter. Catch him hosting the New York City cast five episodes a week, talking all things New York and beyond that, as we were just talking some other NFL games. And, Will, we're looking forward to it. Keep up the great work. And, hey, best of luck with your MLB awards betting tonight and a little bit later this week, my friend. I just saw Robbie Ray did win the Cy Young. They had Blackjack yeah. McDowell presenting it, so maybe you thought it would be a white top with landing an upset, but wait, uh, Ray did win it going away. Hopefully Wheeler gets home. Hey, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you, my man. Thanks again. See you guys. Will Hill, folks. There you go. At not the Will Hill on Twitter. He tweets out the CityCast. We all do. Chicago, L.A., Denver. Got it all, baby. The one I had earlier today, we were talking Bulls, Blackhawks, and Bears. And we'll talk Bulls coming up next with Nick Whalen. We'll talk Blackhawks a little bit later in the show. So stick around. Plenty more to go. The big NBA slate. Senior editor at Rotowire, Nick Whalen, joining us next. Stay with us. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The 
the VEASAN Black Friday offer is here, and right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you will also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. So you get all of our experts, sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus that $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, though, because it is a limited-time offer, so check it out now. Sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. Welcome back to Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois. Joining us now in the presumably Milwaukee area, Nick Whalen, diehard Bucks fan. He was celebrating their championship the last time we were talking to him for the NBA season, postseason rather, over the summer. So, Nick, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show. A huge slate to look forward to tonight. And I guess, you know, we might as well start off with the Bulls and the Blazers because you and I were talking about this Bulls team before we just came on here. And, you know, you were saying how impressed you were. And this team, I mean, you know, as a homer a little bit, of course, you know, I had higher expectations. But still, I mean, they've dealt with the adversity of missing Patrick Williams, Kobe White at the beginning of the year, no Vooch, and they still have found a way to win. You think they find a way to win tonight? They're catching a point and a half against Portland. This total's dropped now to 218 and a half. We'll see the status of Lillard and Powell. I kind of like the Bulls tonight again. I, I'm riding the hot hand, but what do you see this game going down as? I, I, you know, I, I'm with you. I was telling you off air, Danny. Like, I cannot believe how good the Bulls have looked. I was in the in the camp that you know this team was kind of put together like a fantasy team, and you know you're bringing in some guys that don't necessarily fit together. Um, you know, on the court, on paper, it looks great. You're bringing in DeMar DeRozan. You're, you, you know, you're pairing Lonzo Ball with Zach Levine and Nick Vucevic. I didn't think this team was going to play defense. I thought it would be kind of an awkward fit with DeRozan, you know, being a unique offensive player. That has not been the case at all. I mean, it has been a perfect fit. It's been nothing short uh, of ideal so far. And, and even with Zach Levine being banged up, you know, he's, gonna, he's playing through that ligament injury in his hand. That hasn't mattered. DeRozan's off to one of the best starts of his entire career. Lonzo looks like a perfect fit. Um, and even losing Patrick Williams, you know, that was kind of the one guy who I thought was holding everything together. You know, you have this defensive focus forward uh, who really doesn't need shots. Like he's, he's kind of, you know, holding your defense together. You lose him and it hasn't mattered at all. Uh, it's been an incredible start for Chicago. As far as this game tonight, you know, I was a little surprised. I know they're on the road. They're in the middle of this long Western Conference road trip. Those can definitely drag on. But the way that the Bulls are playing, I'm surprised they're catching a point and a half here. It is the third game in four nights for Chicago, however. Uh, so you do have to keep that in mind. But, I mean, the Bulls have covered 10 of 14 so far. They're covering at a league-best 71.4% clip so far. Portland just 6-9 and nine against the spread. Uh, that Portland offense has started to look a little better. They're creeping closer to the top five in offensive rating. But the defense has not been great. And, and more than anything, Danny, I'm a little bit worried about Damian Lillard, who you know is off to a slow start relative to what we're – uh, used to expecting from him, but he's also been playing through an abdominal injury that seems like it dates all the way back to the Olympics. He missed a game over the weekend, played on Monday on the second half of a back-to-back. -back. But you know, I've seen, I've watched a couple Blazers games this year. You can kind of see him grabbing at that stomach every now and then. Uh, I, I don't know that Damian Lillard is 100%. And against against the Bulls team that can D up, that has guards to throw at him. You know, if he's not at his best, I, I think this is actually a pretty good spot for the Bulls. Absolutely, and that's what it's going to come down to, right? I mean, if people are thinking, hey, maybe the defense regresses that it was last year, but you see a guy like Caruso who's been a stud. We know how good Lonzo Ball has been defensively. They can throw both of those guys 
at Damian Lillard. And even if he is going like you alluded to, I mean, you're seeing him kind of not be the same Dame that we have seen in years past. So something to keep an eye out on. And look, it may be a tough situational because of the road trip for the Bulls, but they have found ways to deal with adversity. And earlier on, maybe it doesn't take as big of an impact. So uh, I'm with you there, too. I will be riding the Bulls tonight against the Blazers. Let's kind of look at the rest of this slate, though, too, Nick. I know there's some intriguing matchups consisting out in Charlotte of the Hornets taking on the Wizards, and Charlotte seems to be getting originally some love. I mean, we know the offense they present, but defensively they've kind of been a mess. Money has been showing toward Washington now just catching a point. This total, 220 and a half. I feel like all these Hornets games are going to have higher totals, but how would you look to bet this matchup? You know, I actually like the total in this game. I like the over at 220 and a half. You know, Charlotte plays really, really fast. Um, they don't play a ton of defense. Like you said, they, they've been the worst defense in the league so far. They're right up near the top of the league in pace. Uh, Washington kind of more league average when you look at a lot of those metrics. But the Wizards are getting Bradley Beal back from that two-game personal absence. Uh, that's obviously huge. And, and coming back from something like that versus an actual injury, you know, you don't necessarily expect there to be, you know, some sort of ramp-up period. So they should be at full strength in this game. Um, you know, the, the, I think the big storyline for for Charlotte, you know, other than LaMelo Ball, you know, really seemingly taking that next step on offense, at least, has been the emergence of Miles Bridges. But, you know, the counting stats have still been there those last few games, but he really has started to cool off a little bit after that blistering start. I mean, he's been hovering around 40% from the field over his last five games. Uh, the three-point shooting has kind of fallen off a cliff. He's, he's down to close to 33%. Uh, on the year. So that was like, that was a big reason that Charlotte, you know, started off so hot was Bridges was playing uh, really at like an all NBA level, which I think we all knew that wasn't sustainable. Uh, but as he's come back down to earth a little bit, so have the Charlotte Hornets. You know, if you want to bet this game, um, I, I think I like the Wizards money line. Um, obviously, the Hornets are catching a point here. So there's not a big difference there. But again, the total is, is kind of where I'm putting my money here. I, I think this is a great spot uh, with Bradley Beal back in the lineup. I, I like that over. All right, let's talk about this matchup that's also seen some movement, and that's Atlanta and Boston. Hawks opened about three and a half. They're now up to five, this total up to 215. Is this because Atlanta's getting a little bit healthier? People don't trust Boston. What do you think the line movement toward Atlanta is kind of reflecting? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think the Celtics obviously have been really difficult to trust, and they're down two starters tonight in Jalen Brown, who they've been missing for more than a week now, and Robert Williams who would not play in this game either. So, you know, Al Horford has been a godsend so far, bringing him back. He's been fantastic to begin the year. Not necessarily something you can rely on long-term every single night, you know, at, at this age. He's five years past his prime at this point. Um, they're going to start Grant Williams, so they're going to go a little bit small tonight. Uh, that lineup has been okay for them, uh, but, but obviously being down Jalen Brown is huge. I think that's forced Jason Tatum into maybe a little bit more offensive responsibility uh, that, that he's accustomed to taking on and a little bit more than he wants to take on. You know, he's had to take a lot of bad shots. He's forced a lot of jump shots. Um, and he's, he's put up nice point totals, but the efficiency uh, really has not been there for Jason Tatum this season. Um, you know, on the other side of this, the Hawks have won two straight. You know, they, they had lost, I think it was four out of five or maybe even five in a row prior to that. And, and it looked like, you know, something was really wrong with that team. But they've kind of righted the ship now. Um, no DeAndre Hunter, of course. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say like missing DeAndre Hunter is a positive for the Hawks, but I think they had too many guys, right? I, I think this roster was a little too stacked with like really good role players, guys who were expecting to play 20, 25 minutes. And I mean, we saw Kevin Herter picking up DMP CDs for a little bit. You know, Cam Reddish's role was was all over the place night to night. Yeah, you, know, you take Hunter out of there, that leaves a little more room for Herter, a little more room for Cam Reddish, a little more room for Bogdanovich. 
Uh, and we have received word that both Herter and Bogdanovich, who were game time calls, will be available for this one. So with that in mind, with the Celtics being shorthanded, with the Hawks pretty much having all their guys besides Hunter, I think I'd like Atlanta to cover this. I like that one too, Nick. All right, final game we'll talk about. We got about 90 seconds. Your Milwaukee Bucks in a favorable spot tonight against the Lakers. You typically wouldn't say that, but we know the mess that the Lakers have been as of late. Milwaukee up to a nine-point favorite here, Nick. This total's at 222. The movement's been going with the uh, with the Bucks, and, and I agree with it, but is nine kind of a little bit too out of hand right now, or would you still look to lay it with Milwaukee? I mean, both of these teams have been among the, the most difficult to evaluate, right? I mean, the Lakers, LeBron's already missed like half the games so far, and Milwaukee has not had anywhere near its full rotation for any game this season. Dating all the way back to opening night, you know, they were missing three key bench pieces in that game, and Brooke Lopez has missed every game since opening night. Uh, you know, they're getting Chris Middleton back for this one. He missed eight games due to COVID protocols, so that's huge. Uh, but, he, you know, he said he, he had the virus. He had symptoms. He wasn't really able to work out. Um, you know, was he, he said today that he wasn't even able to elevate his heart rate. Um, you know, the team was all over him, making sure he wasn't doing that. So you got to wonder what he looks like, you know, kind of coming in cold. Uh, maybe he's on a minutes limit. Maybe his conditioning still needs some work. Uh, so, so yeah, I think what you're alluding to, Danny, like nine points is kind of a lot. I know the Lakers still don't have LeBron, uh, but you have Russell Westbrook. You have Anthony Davis. Taylor Horton Tucker has looked really good for them in his first two games back. So, um, you know, both these teams have been tough to figure out. Milwaukee's just one in four ATS at home this season. I still think long-term, these teams are going to be fine. Milwaukee, especially, once it gets its guys back, is going to be really good. But, um, yeah, I, I think Milwaukee wins this game at home, but I think I'd take the Lakers to cover. Nine points is just a little too big for me. Yeah, I think originally the side was to go with Milwaukee, but you make a good point about Chris Middleton. Yeah, he's going to be back, but how much is he going to be a factor in his first game? Especially if Milwaukee's looking like they have control of the game. Will they need to step down on the pedal to cover nine? Probably not. You know how volatile it is at the end of these games. So uh, I'm with you there, too. It's gotten a little bit out of hand. But, hey, Nick, we're still rooting for a win for your Bucks because I think that's the right side. And we will be on the same side with the Bulls as well. Hopefully we can cash some tickets tonight. Thank you, as always, for helping us handicap the slate. Hey, of course, man. Glad to be back on the show. Yes, sir. You bet. Nick Whalen, you could follow him on Twitter at Whalen instead of the L. It's a one on his handle. And senior NBA editor over at Rotowire, handicapping the slate of basketball every single day. Coming up next, we'll talk a little bit of basketball, NHL, but most importantly, NFL Futures. Final segment, it is Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They've been offering same-game parlays in all pro football matchups, and they've brought back the reduce the juice promotion on game days. Plus, this NFL season, they've got their $1 million Beat the Spread Challenge with thousands, that's right, thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. So download the app or go to BetRivers.com to get involved. The offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com. New Jersey must be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one triple eight five three two thirty five hundred in Virginia. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Okay, welcome back. Final segment here on a Wednesday, middle of the week. We did midweek movements. We talked some NFL and NBA with Will Hill. Big thanks to Nick Whalen. Last segment to talk some NBA. Let's bring it back to the NFL before we return to the NBA and talk a little NHL. Because it's time to talk some NFL futures. We like to take this time to see if there's anything worth betting in terms of the longer kind of scope of things in the NFL. And there's one that I like, there's one that I'm leaning toward, and there's one that it might be time to hedge. So let's start with the New York Giants and their win total. We've been kind of keeping a close eye on this one the past few weeks, and I think it's time to make a play. Their win total is at 6.5. The over is the underdog naturally because it's the Giants, plus 130 at Rivers. Under 6.5 is minus 160. Now, I played the under. You can get about minus 145 if you do a little bit of searching, but I think the under is the correct play because you look at this Giants team. they got a current record of 3-6. and six. Their wins consisting of on the road against the Saints in that insane game that I'm still salty about, <laughs> the Panthers in Week 7, and then Week 9 against the Raiders against the Las Vegas team who was in an impossible spot virtually. So uh, their upcoming game, Monday Night Football at Tampa Bay, will they win that? No, they're not going to win that game. So my thought process, of course, if we're going to bet the under, 
better do it sooner rather than later because when they lose to Tampa Bay on Monday, you're not going to get probably the same. Maybe it moves down to six, five and a half. Odds get worse. Whatever it is, I think now is the time to jump in on the under for the Giants. So we always like to do, we separate their games remaining into winnable, losable, and toss-ups. The winnable games I have, and this may be me even being a little generous, Week 12 versus Philly, and I say this is a winnable game, not that I think they're better than the Eagles, but because he got two more games against Philly, division opponent, you probably split it. Would it surprise me if the Eagles won both? No. Would it surprise me if the Giants won both? Yes, that actually would. So for the benefit of the doubt, you know, I'll give them a dub there. Week 13 at Miami. Maybe the Dolphins are getting on the right track here, but, you know, it is still the Dolphins, so that could be a winnable game. It doesn't mean I'm thinking they win those games, but the games that I think they have the best opportunity to get a dub. So at Miami would be one. And then Week 18 versus Washington, you know, it's tough. I mean, Washington's a very volatile team. Last game of the year, you know, who's going to be playing for what? They're not going to be playing for anything realistically, but still, what's the incentive for each team? Who's going to have the advantage? Hard to tell. I'll give the slight edge to New York because he got him at home, I guess. Losable games this week at Tampa Bay. Week 14 on the road against the Chargers. You get the Cowboys at home, but it's the Cowboys. And then you're on the road against Chicago. The Bears have to win that game. Matt Nagy has to win that game. The Bears should win that game. So that's a losable spot for the Giants. Toss-up game week 16 at Philly because they split. It's a 50-50. You know, who knows? It could go either way. But... My point is they need four more wins, right, to get over six and a half. And I'm giving them three winnable games. And even if they win all those, obviously that's not getting you four. And that's me giving them a little bit more benefit than they probably need or should have for the winnable games category. So realistically, they probably split with Philly. I trust the Bears enough to win that game. And assuming they lose on Monday, you're not going to get as solid of odds for this spot. So I'm playing the New York Giants under six and a half wins. I get it's minus 160. You can get about a minus 145 out there, but I am playing under on the New York Giants' six and a half wins for the remaining NFL season. So that is the play that I am rolling with. I wanted to talk about another team that I'm just kind of flirting the idea of right now, and that's actually the Arizona Cardinals looking to bet under maybe on the Cardinals. 12 and a half is their win total, over under minus 112 each way. Yes, they're currently 8 and 2. They have a tough matchup coming up against Seattle. We don't officially know the status of Kyler Murray. He said he's getting close, but, you know, who knows? They're banged up all around regardless of that. But where are you going to see, you know, five more wins? The winnable games I have for them right now, week 13 at Chicago, post-bye week, assuming you have a healthier Kyler Murray, week 15 at Detroit, week 16 versus the Colts. Okay, I'm not the biggest Colts fan, and, you know, you get them at home if you're Arizona. I combine the losable and toss-up games because I don't see anything as a definitive losable game for the Cardinals. They're capable of winning every game. But in that list, I have this week against Seattle, week 14 versus the Rams. You're on the road against Dallas in week 17, week 18 versus Seattle. Cardinals maybe have the division wrapped up, so they may not need to go as dominant in that game in the last one in the season. So I don't know if there's five guaranteed wins remaining on the schedule, especially with Murray's status for this week. If you're kind of thinking he's not playing, you might want to consider betting the under 12.5 now for their win total. Something to keep in mind. Or if they win, maybe we'll kind of bring this back next week. But keep an eye on the Cardinals and that win total. Maybe a little bit too high as of this point. All right, our last NFL Futures conversation we'll discuss. I know earlier in the year we talked about Coach of the Year. We got Brandon Staley. I believe we had him 8-1 to and Cliff Kingsbury at 12-1. to Things have changed. The Chargers haven't done as well in spots I thought they would. And, 
You know, at most shops, you're getting Kingsbury about plus 750. Staley, 10 to 1. Mike McCarthy's creeping up at 8 to 1. The favorite now is Mike Vrabel. Best number out there, about 4 to 1. And I don't hate the idea of hedging with Mike Vrabel. Favorable matchup against the Texans, they probably win. Number will get even lower. They, he has really the best setup now to win coach of the year, and because if you could still get a 4-1, I think it may be worth the hedge right now at least enough if you did follow with Staley or Kingsbury or even anyone else. McCarthy, look, I get it. Cowboys are looking great, but they didn't deal with as much adversity. You got blown out at home by the Broncos, and you have a weaker division, right? I mean, the Titans losing your main guy in Derrick Henry. They found a way to win, and they're going to win their division. So I think, long story short, I don't hate the idea of hedging with Vrabel at 4-1 to if you can get it at that price. Something to consider if you want to hedge out, or if you haven't, just looking to make a profit still. Speaking of looking to make a profit, before we head out here, let's get you squared up with some Danny's Dimes for the slate tonight. We got a couple plays in the NBA and one on the ice as well. Let's kick it off with that Bulls and Blazers game. We discussed this with Nick Whalen. And as you know, if you're listening, I'm taking the Bulls here but just to have a little bit of safety cushion. I'm actually taking the point and a half with the Bulls. They've had a few games come down to the wire. So, you know, better be safe than sorry. I haven't seen the updated status, but Norman Powell, Damian Lillard, questionable for this game. Currently, the spread is plus one and a half. Bulls are even money if you just want to go money line. But I'm taking the, points and a half, uh, the point and a half with the Bulls. Look. 89% of the bets and 82% of the handle are on Chicago, but the line has moved down in favor of them. I think it's a you know a good bang for your buck in a sense of a team that is really meshing together more so a lot more seamlessly than the Blazers right now. And if you look at the half-court offense, the Bulls 13th in points per play with 94. Portland's defense has kind of been a mess, 28th in half-court defense. 98.5 is what they're allowing points per 100 plays. And the Bulls' defense stacks up really well with Portland's offense. I could throw out all the numbers. We're kind of running out of time here. But the Bulls match up incredibly well defensively, and their offense can absolutely take advantage of this lackluster Portland defense. So I'm taking the point and a half with the Bulls, and I'm also looking to take the Blazers' team total under 110 and a half. Minus 115 is what I played it. I think it's up to about minus 117. The Bulls have only allowed four opponents over this mark. The Pelicans at the beginning of the season with the garbage time points, barely getting over it. The Boston game where they came back and won, where Boston had an incredible first half and third quarter. Philly, just a bad game from the Bulls, got 114. Warriors just outplayed the Bulls, got 119. With Damian Lillard being questionable, Norman Powell being questionable, if they're not playing, obviously we look great there. If they are, they're still a little bit banged up. I trust this Bulls defense also doing Blazers team total under 110 and a half. The total in this game has moved down like 222 or 220, whatever it was, to about 218 and a half now. Maybe that's kind of hinting those guys aren't going, but I think Blazers have a shorter scoring effort tonight and that the Bulls take care of business. Finally, let's talk Blackhawks hockey. I'm not betting on Chicago tonight. Sorry, Chicago Blackhawks fans. I actually think it's a decent spot for the Seattle Kraken, who, yes, have struggled this year. They've lost, what, their four, their last four games. Blackhawks have won their last three since the coaching swap. Been a favorable schedule for them, though. Big line movement going towards Seattle. They're up to about minus 148 or so at Bet Rivers. I snagged minus 143. Would play it up to about minus 150, would not go above that because you're getting kind of steep with two teams who respectively stink in each category pretty much or even keel. But they both have had ample time off. I think you give the advantage slightly. If there's a game Seattle can get back on track, I think it's got to be this one. You're looking to get Grubauer, uh, Grubauer excuse me, versus Flurry. Both teams have struggled mightily. 
You see in the line movement go to Seattle. That should tell you something. I get it. Blackhawks dealing with the scandal and everything, maybe getting some momentum here. But I think Seattle has a good spot to win tonight. So fading the Blackhawks, we're taking the Kraken. We're taking the Bulls. We're taking the Blazers team total under 110.5 and the win total for the Giants under 6.5. Best of luck with all those. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Rush Hour. Thursday Night Football, we're previewing tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.